What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Mellow Brick Road. Oh, wow. What an exhausting hour and a half it's been trying to get this episode started. Shout out, Riverside FM. You're the best. I love you. I was cursing. You were troubleshooting uh, services for a while there because I couldn't figure out what was wrong. And so I just deleted the whole studio remade a new one and now it works so i'm not even gonna argue wow what a load off my back this is gonna be a good 10 minute episode so we have time to do other stuff today <laughs> before we get started everybody i'm your host van windsor with you once again uh quick announcement there is a new email for the show so you know if you have any questions or if we say something wrong or stupid and you want to correct us Send the email over to mellowbrickroad.podcast at gmail.com. Get back to you as quick as I can. Uh, you can also use Twitter, at Van Windsor Says, Instagram, at Van Windsor. Uh, go to the website, www.vanwindsor.com. You can leave all your comments, leave them on the where you listen to your podcast. It should all be there. Uh, so let us know what you think of the podcast. Now, uh, with me today... It's a special guest. Uh, my buddy Trace is here again. Hello, Trace. How are What's you? What's up? I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm doing okay. You know, I'm cooled off now, so I'm okay with it. Um, and I'm also excited because I got another big episode, uh, big announcement here. Um, you know, this podcast has gotten some has gotten pretty big. We got lots of listeners now, uh, almost as much as Joe Rogan. Some people say, you know, it's. We're getting pretty close there, so we're officially taking the podcast on tour, uh, the first world tour of the Mellow Brick Road. Uh, we're calling it the Remote Work Tour. Uh, we're basically, we're all just going to meet up over Zoom with the venue. Uh, no one's going to leave their home, save on uh, travel costs, hotel, food costs, stuff like that. So we're all just going to join one big Zoom call. Or I guess I should. We should be a Riverside.fm call since that's the, what I'm using right now. But 
yeah, that was a that was a little uh, uh, a terrible joke to start the podcast off with. Uh, so <laughs> another way to start is with the opening question, and I do have a pretty good opening question for you today, Trace. If you're ready for that, yeah, I'm ready. Okay, perfect. Let's do it. Uh, so I was watching it on the news the other day. They did a little thing over the store Lefties in San Francisco, where I was at a few months ago with Dub on the on Fisherman's Wharf, where basically they just sell. Excuse me, a bunch of uh, left-handed stuff, okay. like uh, left-handed scissors, kitchen equipment, uh-huh. uh, notebooks. I bought like a left-handed notebook. It's ridiculous. You have to open it <laughs> backwards. It's like reading a manga. Uh, and I had a question about left-handed kids, I guess. Mm-hmm. It was all there's a whole thing of like kids that are born and they like have left-handed tendencies and their parents like force them to become right-handed. Mm-hmm. And so I was wondering, and I want to know if you can help me out with this. Do you think there's like one of those inversion camps, you know, for like trans people or like people that are homosexual? Mm-hmm. Do you think there's an inversion camp for? left-handed kids to turn them into right-handed kids do you think that exists yes it's called the uh, public school Ooh, ouch <laughs> got him uh no you're right though uh well, i mean no, I... no one no one forced i mean no one forced me no. ever to to be right-handed but there's very little options yeah to being left-handed in public school when like so like i was a special ed teacher we I saw, you know, uh, being left-handed is not a special need. Okay, no, but I, know, I would I'm see just that right, um, I'm just putting that out there right now. It's not. I would see occupational therapists and physical therapists come in, and a kid would try to use their left hand, and um, they would just be like, "No, let's let's do our right hand." Like whether they were dominant with the right or not, or, or with their left or not, they would just be like. Um, it's probably just easier to teach you right-handed, which doesn't make any sense. But I mean, I would well, see it like where a kid yeah. would use both hands and they, the person would just choose the right hand like right. for them. They'd be like, okay, you're, you're going to learn with your right hand. It's like, uh, maybe their left hand's better, but whatever. Yeah. That's the thing. I can't even hold a pin in my right hand very well. Uh, yeah. it's not really my thing. I don't know what it is about that. It's just, I'm not used to it, I guess. I mean, even on the flip side, my left hand is worthless. So, like, I can't yeah. imagine being left-handed in a right-handed world like you are and, like, Dad, because... Uh, there's very few desks available. Yeah. Very few, that was one that always... Very few desks. Um, it's not easy. So, what about when, at, like, college when they're all the same direction? Or, or uh, were there some? The aisle, the aisle seats. The aisle seats are always left-handed. On the left-hand the, side, those are left-handed seats. Yeah, there's the always, left side. There's always a row or two of like 10 or so left-handed seats. So it's... Wow. You can get them. One thing with left-handed people is uh, you get the smudges of ink and stuff on your on the yeah. side of your hand, left hand. That's the worst. No matter what. And that's... That happens every time. Wow. I never really thought about it because, because you're writing before it. And yeah, we're, going... well, our hand is following the pen. Yeah, so yeah, you never... have to kind of either have to keep your your hand up, which is I guess you could do. I've never, I don't, I mean, I guess I've done that before. 
another thing too is with notebooks with the spiral metal spiral thing mm-hmm. getting on like the far left side of the page like to start writing you have to kind of do it like straight up and down because the that metal spiral gets in the way oh my gosh because your hand will rest on it and you just kind of like you have to kind of like scrunch up your hand a little bit and then you then you start writing that never occurred to me either yeah it's uh, a struggle i'm definitely disenfranchised uh basically one of the minorities in the world that people need to start sending money to mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. yeah yeah i'm thinking about starting a cause just for me though not for anybody go, else it's a go-fund me just a just a left-handed cause for me so i can buy all the left-handed stuff at lefties because we gotta stop because i don't i don't want people to you know if they're left-handed just stay left-handed doesn't matter it was literally there anything... never comes up unless someone sees me writing and they go are you left-handed and i go yeah and they go that's weird and i go all right thanks <laughs> your glasses are weird idiot can't see well <laughs> Like, get over it. Was there anything in that store that was, like, actually functional? Because, like, the notebook thing, like, in concept is good, but then you have to write backwards, so it's not good. You don't have to write backwards. It's just... Well, no, I meant, like, you have to use it. You don't really have to use it that way. I choose to use it that way just because it's funny whenever I open it. Right. I use it for, uh, well, I use it for stuff. But uh, one thing... What was your question again? If, if there was anything like actual worth it or if they were all a gag. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, the scissors. The scissors? Yeah, left-handed scissors are a game changer. So like you would want it... I would have to look at a pair of scissors. So like usually with a pair of scissors... Oh, I do have something here. Hang on. Let me grab those real fast. So, with normal right-handed scissors, mm-hmm. like um, with my camera, uh, you know, thumb, fingers, knee. Uh-huh. So, with the left hand, you can't do that. See? See how that works with the left hand? Once you flip it like that, then you're done. That's the thing. That's the thing with scissors. You can just flip them over. Yeah, but some of them are designed to where they have, like, an actual side. Yeah. Where, oh, I see. Oh my gosh, because then the then the cuts over here. Exactly. It changes so the whole. Yeah, your whole world is flipped. Yeah, I told oh you it's not my. easy. Uh, so that's a patreon.com slash vanwin. Go ahead and send all your money there. The lefty uh, fund. It's going to a good cause. We're gonna. If anything, we're gonna make. I'll just use the money to build inversion camps to turn right-handed kids into left-handed to kids. lefties because we're basically the same ratio as like redheaded people i think oh it's that less. low oh it's probably less it's super low it's a I super what I was low getting ready to ask. i don't know Is it off the top of my head but it's super low there's no way it's even 10 percent, right left pride i have no idea you're looking it up yes okay um here's another thing i saw in the news the other day uh, this is kind of funny. It's made me laugh. Remember those uh, those back when DVDs existed? Mm-hmm. Uh, they had all those anti piracy ads. Like the like it was like during like yeah, MTV yeah, yeah. time. It looked like an MTV commercial. It yeah. Like 
I don't even remember, like, piracy is not cool. You wouldn't, you wouldn't steal from your own family, would you? Like, shit, like, it's like dumb <laughs> stuff like that. And I, there was a news story about how those anti-piracy ads actually led to an increase in DVD piracy. An increase in piracy. Because I didn't even, I mean, if you think about it, I didn't even know people were doing that until I started seeing these ads. I definitely didn't know what piracy meant for a long time. I didn't, yeah, I didn't know that you could pirate DVDs. I thought you could only pirate doubloons. Hmm. I kind of want to look up one of those ads now. Because uh, they don't do that anymore. No, they don't make those anymore. I mean, because you can't stop them. There's no way yeah, of stopping people from Now everything's stuff. digital, so it's like you could, I don't know, you could just they pull play it, so it like, They play it like before the DVD, before the movie, so it's like I'm already pirating it. So like too little too late. <laughs> I'm already filming it. I'm already pirating this video while you're telling me not to. So it's like, yeah, good luck. That is kind of funny that they give a warning. Like if you had pirated a hundred movies and then finally you see that you're like, mm, I should oh, stop I pirating. Yeah. Like I shouldn't have done that because I saw this ad now. How much money could you possibly make off pirating movies anyway? Cause you see them in like movies and TV and they're selling them for like, two bucks yeah like dvds are like expensive dvds can be expensive yeah i mean if you buy it brand new it's like twenty dollars at least and then it'll be a special edition or have something with it or bloopers and all that stuff it's like 30 bucks they keep releasing all these classics on uh like blu-ray dvd like digital dvd or whatever i'm seeing lately Mm -hmm. like those like rant like the most random classic movies We'll just be like, hey, they're making a Top Gun, like, ultra Blu-ray, whatever thing for coming out, like, August 31st. And I'm like, I don't, what? Yeah, why would I? I don't even have something but, that plays and the DVDs. the thing is, like, who, who has Blu-ray players and DVD players? Because everyone's using streaming services nowadays. But now streaming services, I, I saw another article that said that uh, streaming services are starting to look a lot like cable TV. And I was like, didn't we all know this was going to happen? Yeah. Like 10 years ago. As soon as YouTube was like, we're going to add ads to video, certain videos. Everyone was like, okay, so eventually this is just going to snowball. And now every streaming service is getting its own like, oh, you can pay for this content or you can pay a little more to not have ads. Yeah. And as of right now, I'm so I'm so used to not seeing ads and stuff. That I think when I if I start seeing ads like a few in streaming services, it won't really be that bad mm-hmm. until like until it's like too much. Yeah, like I feel like at first it's gonna be like okay, whatever. They're just commercials. I haven't had a commercial in a while, whatever. But if it starts doing the thing with like YouTube, where it'll give you like the different levels of like what you can skip, what you can't skip. Yes, like sometimes take like a minute long and you can't skip it. Like the thing is like, nuts. just don't put the skip button. If yeah. you didn't put the skip button, people wouldn't even like, it wouldn't even matter. They'd be like, okay, I guess I'll just watch. Yeah. This you would just watch ad. it because you wouldn't, cause you couldn't do anything else. Yeah. You just have to watch. And then like the worst is when they get it, the worst, what happened is they started putting those five second ads mm-hmm. or 10 sec, seven second ads. Mm-hmm. So like, by the time the ad is over, like it has a skip button on it. That's a five second skip button. But the yep. video itself is only like seven seconds long. So by the time the it gets to skip ad, it's already over. And you're like, right. you 
Like, why? Why? It's so infuriating. This episode of the Mellow Brick Road is brought to you by Nondescript Robot Vacuum Pest Control. You've got your nondescript robot vacuum to clean up all the dirt, pet hair, and lost toenails scattered all over your floors. But now, the real battle for your home begins. Now you can focus on the real enemy, and I'm talking about pests. Face it, you've got bugs in your walls, people. Don't fret, my friends, because at Nondescript Robot Vacuums, we have a new pest control function. Your nondescript robot vacuum will scoot along the perimeter of each room in your house, spraying insect and pest chemicals. However, that alone may not be enough. If you purchase the Pest Control Plus function for maximum protection, your nondescript robot vacuum will locate the nooks and crannies of your house, the high traffic areas for pests in each room, and the vacuum will eject 10 miniature robot vacuums to enter your walls via these nooks and crannies to control pests from the source. When the killing is over in the battle one, make sure you hit that home button on your mother vacuum to get the mini vacuums out of your walls and back to where they belong. And make sure you don't forget, the mini robot vacuums will continuously search your walls for pests and may mistake another mini vacuum for a pest if there are either no more pests around or you forget to press that home button. If this happens to you, your only chance for survival will be to gather up all your loved ones, move into a hotel for a week, while your home is fumigated with controlled EMP blasts. And this will also destroy any electronics inside the house, so don't forget your phone. Go to nondescriptrobotvacuumpestcontrol.com and use offer code BRICK for 10% off your first order of a nondescript robot vacuum pest control chemical kit. That's offer code BRICK. Thanks for sponsoring the podcast. Now let's get back to the show. Yeah. Um, to back up a little bit. So you know how there's people and I'm one of these people that's like, music just sounds better on vinyl, man. Can't beat it. Sounds better on vinyl. Right. Do you think there's people that are like, got to watch this movie on, on DVD, man. Just watches better. Oh. Can't like digital. Like they're just like, nope, got to watch it on DVD. And they bring out their I little mean, travel bet, case. Like if someone, I mean, if they have like a crazy setup, like if they have like a super nice TV. Yeah. Basically a, a movie nice, theater in their house. Yeah. Like all that craziness. They probably are. I don't know. That's a Mr. Show joke though. What you just said with the vinyls and pops. Yeah. There's some like, I think it was one of like David Cross's characters. He's like one of those people that's like, I don't eat this or that because it's like you know people people just don't get it people are dumb they don't understand i don't i don't drive cars uh, i have a bicycle you know like shit like that he's like yeah it, it ruins the ozone so i don't do that and he has one of those things where it's like like uh, bob odenkirk is like you want to go home and watch some dvds he goes i don't watch digital video discs like he calls them like he's like, I don't he says it discs. yeah he's like he's like you want to listen to some cds he's like i don't listen to compact discs Okay, uh, 
it's the sound is sound is way too clear these days. People need to hear that snaps and cracks and, and pops and that shit. You know, they need that. And he pulls out like a nineteen, like an eighteen hundreds, like one of those like giant like wine oh, music box things with the giant. Like, yeah, what is that called? I don't remember, like a vibraphone or something. Yeah, like, it's, it's something. Got, no, like... that's like a something. I mean, it's some like phonetic thing. But he's like, yeah, this is this is where the real stuff is, and it's some like nasty, like just. Awful Ew. sound, like fucking dying circus music. Oh, I think the bit crank. is actually uh, guys that it's like in the nineteen twenties. They have uh, these giant bullhorns, like old directors, and that's that they sing because there was no microphones, so they they like use those. I don't know, it's a it's a funny sketch. I'm actually one Shout of those people Mr. though. Show. I'm like, yeah, man, it just sounds better. A gramophone. Certain music. I mean, Certain yeah. Music. I mean, like now, I think it's really cool that there's still modern artists that will will go to vinyl. Well, I think I think it it has to be. So yeah, when you make it with vinyl, you have to kind of compensate for what the vinyl can and can't do. So like classic rock, like eighties, seventies, I mean nineties, sixties, that stuff was like. When they're like re-listening to it as they're making it, it's mm-hmm. got all that snaps and cracks in it. So like they're making it. I don't actually know if that's true or not. I might just. I think I'm talking out of my ass right now. But uh, I don't. Where's I? I mean, there's probably an explanation where the snack snaps and stuff comes from. I always call it static. Uh, it's those three little elves, right? Snap, crackle, and pop. Yeah. Don't they? Don't they make the uh, music industry and also? But delicious uh, crispy treats. What's weird is I have a song on my phone that's newer, like from you know 2015 or whatever, 2018, whatever it's from. Okay, and, and yeah, and it's um, it's designed to sound like a song from a speakeasy, like that kind of type of music. Oh yeah, and it has the the crackles of vinyl in the digital version, so it that's like cool. enhances the. Yeah. Like old makes school feel older. even more. This makes it sound older. Yeah, it's yeah. like a really this like really backwards like thing where you're like, oh, this is like a brand new song, but it sounds super freaking old. Right, right, right. Hey, before we go any further, how does my audio sound to you? It sounds great. Okay, perfect. Yeah, everything's. I just want to make sure because I, I get so paranoid with echoes and wondering how it sounds. Um, okay, sounds good. There, also, I need to bring you your mic. That's here. Uh huh. Well, I guess I'll wait till I get my new ones, but yeah. once, yeah, okay. Let me just make a mark so I can maybe cut that out. Um, yeah, I like the snap crackles and pops. Yeah, I, I'm I'm about that, like vinyl and kind of depends. Like if I'm listening to like Bob Dylan, like yeah, I'll yeah, that in there. That's what I was getting ready. Or to like say uh, like, like ACDC or something, or just you know classic rock or any kind of music. That's what I was I gonna say is like. But like Snoop Dogg, I don't want to listen to Snoop Dogg. I don't yeah. want snaps and cracks. I want that beat to be fresh and funky. Yeah, man. there's some there's some things that don't translate to vinyl well. But um But certain hip hop though. Oh yeah. Like uh like Biggie or something or Tupac. I feel like NWA would be good on vinyl. Oh yeah. Like man, if you would listen be awesome. to anything NWA on vinyl would be because that's or like Michael Jackson uh, too. Childish Gam one of Childish Gambino's last albums. Um is the one with oh, it's had that it's had that blue cover. Yeah. With the um, 
Oh man, what's one of the songs on there? Oh no. I don't know. I'll have to look. Of... I know I have them on phone. I can't think of any of them, and I have the album. Anyway, that album uh, Redbone is made for vinyl. Is it Redbone? Uh, wait, that's a song. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Hold on. That's hold a, that's a song. I'm not talking about. Well, the it had the blue called. cover, and I just said it. Mm. Uh, Awaken my. Love. I think his. I think his uh, album with like year three thousand is also a one with uh year three thousand sweatpants. That album also oh, really good on vinyl. That's too. because the internet. That would yeah. That yeah, would that's because the internet. Well. That's a, that's a really oh, good. Oh, is Awaken my love where he had. Yep, that's the album. I think. I think it's the album I'm talking about. This, yeah, there is a song red one. But is that the is that one? The album? Yes, and it, okay. it has yeah. a is a woman with like a blue. Um, oh, she's gorgeous. Like face, uh, like a mask sort. Not a mask, but yeah. like a. That album cover is amazing, dude. The songs. I, I guess it's not on the album. The songs from his movie, um, Guava Island. Oh my god! I don't know. Like that. I guess those are just singles. I, I had those songs. Those songs would be so like, good. Like a year or so before that movie came out. Or maybe it was like, maybe I got them like a few months before it came out or after it came out. I just didn't know the movie was out. But I remember watching the movie and I was like, oh, I have this. I have the songs already. How dope is that? Yeah, big Childish Gambino fan. Yeah, big Donald Glover fan as well. Oh, isn't that yeah, weird? Donald like, Glover in general. You could literally just say two separate things because they're two different bodies of work and so good pretty cool that you can just do that it's almost like he's like two different people like he's an actor it, like this music producer is like a totally different person like when um because you've always been into community and i i also love it but you beat me to oh, it man. so dan fast Harmon. yeah i was gonna say dan Harmon. you beat me love to it so much you had probably watched it several times before i even got to it and oh to, probably yeah i've seen that show multiple times to see I'm watch it again now that you say it to, i know to see community donald glover and then to like when um, he was such a fresh new actor yeah. when he got that part. Dan got so lucky when uh, casting him. And I know it like there's kind of a gap between when that show started and this, but when This Is America came out, I was like, whoa, oh, that's yes. a different. He was way younger when he communicated. But out. I'm just saying, like, I was like, whoa, that's a different person. Like, it, that's where yeah. I was like, that looks like that doesn't look like community. And I know it, I know that's obvious, but. That just to me was just seemed like a totally different human being. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, because he was a writer first. When he started, he he was a a writer on Thirty Rock. That's a good show a too, bit. and I like before his stand he got up. To, uh, before I was right before he got onto uh, Community, he was a writer on Thirty Rock. Wrote a few episodes, I think. I like that show. If I'm not wrong. Then they then his Dan came in and swooped him up with uh, Fox. Was Camino Fox first? No idea. I can't remember. It had like three or four different productions for a while there. Um, I think... Hey, let's talk about this. Yeah. I pinched a nerve in my back the other day. And it... Right, right. Was probably the worst pain I've ever experienced in my life. I mean, I mean... The nausea... Sickening. Alone from, from just pain. Like, wanting to throw up from pain. Oh, yeah. No, I haven't experienced that since I broke my arm. Yeah. In like seventh grade. Yep. But, like, trying to sleep was impossible without drugs. And I mean, like, ibuprofen. I took a few CBD gummies. But, like, oh, my God. Then I'd wake up the next day, and I'd be like, I'm fine. I'm perfect. I'm healed. And then as soon as I shift, mm-hmm. oh, my God. Yeah. 
for like it was like three days straight. I wanted to just die. And what was odd was like a couple weeks before I was getting that, I was feeling that, and I don't know what the source was. But then mine had kind of worked off. It's like it it kind of went away. And then you and I, I, I came to the house. We went boating, and then we came back to the house, recorded a podcast, right. And we both got up, and at the same time, we're like, uh, "It was the uh, the Sturgeon Moon." Yeah, Check Sturgeon it out now, Moon available anywhere you listen to podcasts. Um, and you were like, "My lower back feels horrible," and I'm like, "Oh, me too." Well, no, the first day I was just like, "My back is like sore." Yeah, a little bit sore. A little. It feels like tight, or like I had pulled something maybe, and it, but it wasn't an issue, really. Right. Until the next day, when I woke up the next day, and I was like, "Oh, I can't. I could barely." walk but i'd go and like i'd go to the bathroom and i couldn't even get off the toilet i had to like fall to my knees yeah like like, like i couldn't up. even pull like i couldn't even like put a sh- put pants on put a shirt on put my shoes on mm-hmm. like the day that i went to the chiropractor i put on my it was my appointment was at 11 i woke up early because like you know searing pain in my backside Whoa. and i i got dressed and i put my shoes on and then I realized it was like 7.30 in the morning and I put my shoes on already because mm-hmm. I was just getting dressed. Right. I was like, oh, I don't need to put these on. But I was like, I'm not taking these off. I can't take these shoes off because if I take these shoes off, I'm going to have to put them back on. And it was so painful. that I was like, I'm going to keep them on all day. Yeah. My thing was when, like, when I was sore, I felt better when I was standing up and, and moving. Yeah. Like it didn't bother me when I was moving. But it was when like I got on the couch or got in my office chair or was driving, I could not sit comfortably in any capacity at all. I, I couldn't I couldn't get comfortable oh, God. in any way. Even standing, I, I couldn't do anything. It was standing was my oh, only man. relief and I don't know why. But I couldn't do anything, man. It was horrible. And I tried so many things. Did you stretch? And nothing. I couldn't even I could yeah. barely go. I couldn't even I couldn't even probably touch the top yeah. of my thighs. People were like, with my hands. People were like, you need to try and stretch it out. And I'm like, I don't think you understand like what, like no. how this feels. That is so I went to the weird. chiropractor and he was like, he was like, can you try and touch your toes? And I was like, <laughs> no, no. Like I'm not, I was like, I'm not Bryce. I'm not even going to try that. Yeah. Shout out uh, Bryce Johnston. What was it? What's it called again? Uh, Nemo chiropractic. Nemo. Like I thought Northeast Nemo Missouri. Nemo chiropractic. Yeah. Northeast Missouri. Nemo chiropractic. Uh, holy cow. That was the best. I mean, I, Oh, hang on. Did you get, did I cut out? Just for a second and then you flip directions. Oh, I was getting a spam call on my phone. <laughs> um, so that's why my, my phone is. But it's still camera. recording. That's why, that's why I'm like, that's why sometimes I'm looking away from you yeah. instead of my camera because it's over here. Yeah. But I, I'm still getting it worked out anyway. Um, but it's still tracking our yeah, voice, I, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah we're still okay, recording. Okay, just making sure. Um, I went to the chiropractor and it was so painful. He tried, he'd use that like, uh, massage thing. The it's gun. Like a vibrator. Yeah. I don't know. He vibrated on my back for a while yeah. and it hurt so bad. Yeah. I don't really when like he hit my things. When he hit that area and then he just popped me all the way up and down. But yours was really low, just, right? It was really low. It was like we had my bottom... Like very bottom right of my spine, dude. Uh, pinched a little, little, cr- he said it, little crunch, little crunch. Same exact spot as me. Yeah, he popped me all the way. 
my neck was crazy. I mean, I felt so good. Yeah. The whole rest of my body felt amazing after the pop. I've only like he he popped like my he's like oh let me see if I can make you taller and he pulled on my <laughs> ankles a little bit. That felt so good. And then my, my I was driving home mm-hmm. and I felt dumb because I was like that didn't work at all. <laughs> that didn't work at yeah. all. I'm still like in so much pain. Yeah. Um, and it like I, I could because it took me ten minutes to get into the car to go there I, I couldn't like i had to like go so slow mm-hmm. to get in my car and then on the way when i went into the car to go home it's kind of the same thing yeah and i was like this is bullshit and then uh it's what's it been like two or three days now and i feel like uh, yesterday I woke uh, up, no yeah. pain at all i feel fantastic now it's probably been like t- three days it was like a day and a half of kind of like soreness mm-hmm. and he was like rest and i was like perfect i'll just lay down watch the movies watch some shows, read a comic mm-hmm. book. And, uh, yeah, after, uh, the last two days, two and a half days, fucking fantastic. Good deal. I'm trying not to like jump around too much anymore, but yeah. I'm doing a lot more stretching. I worked out today. Haven't been able, I haven't even been able to walk. Yeah. So like, I've been able to work out today. So that was fantastic. Good deal. Wow. Good. Yeah, but now here's the problem with this. Here's the problem with this chiropractor. And this isn't really Bryce's fault. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, it's, it's Instagram's fault. Or <laughs> it's Facebook's fault or Meta or it's Apple's fault. Someone's at fault and it's not me. Yeah, it's not Bryce. I mentioned I made an appointment to go to a chiropractor. I didn't tell anyone I was doing it. Made an appointment on my phone mm-hmm. online. Mm-hmm. Now, whenever I get on Instagram, on my explore page, all I see is some pasty dork who just is showing me all these different ways on how to like self pop my hips. <laughs> some like some white dude, some goober just keeps popping up on my scroll. And he's like, if you lay on a couch like this and you put your hands here and push, you can realign your hips. And I'm like, this is really useful. I'm using the stretches. It's helpful yeah. to me. I just don't like that. He just appeared. Like I've never seen this mm-hmm. before. I've never looked at chiropractor videos before because the, the popping sound freaks me out. And Bryce told me that those some of those videos aren't even real. Yeah. They just add in popping sounds. So I don't trust it anymore. But now I got this pasty dude showing me how to pop my yeah. head. You know what goes along with that? Because I see the chiropractic videos too, and I'm like... I, I was also questioning the sound. I'm like, man, that is like the perfect pop sound every time. Another thing that they'll do is they'll, they'll use, you know, attractive women in tight clothing. Tank tops yeah, and leggings. like an outfit that you would not wear to a doctor or to women. a chiropractor. And of course, like, within one second of you watching it, like you see some jiggle or, you know, she gets in a certain position and you're like, okay, come on now. Like this is fake. Uh, he put me in a pretty vulnerable position on that. When I had to like lay on my side yeah, and like put one top leg, like oh, the knee yeah. up. And then he like kind of puts his hand. He's like, like over you. He puts his hand. Yeah, yeah. He's like over you. And he kept like moving. He kept like touching my hands because I wasn't laying yeah. right. Because I was, he'd like put your hand here, or move your arm here, and I'm like, I didn't know what he was talking about. So he would just grab me and like put me in the position. <laughs> I was like, I felt like a, 
like one of those uh you know those uh those little stick figures that artists use oh yeah yeah, yeah. that you can like pose the, I like, like, I like one of those guy. little stick art those little reference guys i was being posed like a puppet but it and it is good though yeah i'm not too i haven't puppet. been for a long time but oh man i i want to go like once a month yeah now. macy goes quite a bit it was so nice. Well, I mean, like, I always have, I always pop my back. And there are days where I'm like, man, I'm a little, like, tense in the back a little bit. But, like, usually I can either pop it or it just goes away on its own. Right. Wow, you can just pay someone to do that? And they do, like, they, like. Oh, they get it. after it. Like, he knows exactly what oh. he's doing. He does his little, like, checkup to see, like, your whole, like, your knees and your backs. Yeah. He checks everything out, all your joints and stuff. And then he just goes to fucking. Yeah, town. it's wild. And it felt so good. It hurt a couple times. The neck. The neck me. is scary. I I the agree with that. The neck was scary, dude. He he. I dude. I thought he broke my neck. <laughs> it is scary. Both times it was kind of scary, but it felt so good though. It felt yeah. so good. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was amazing. I just kept thinking about how fragile my body is now, and everyone I've talked to about this, they go, "Yeah, welcome to your mid twenties." And I'm like, mid-20, I'm still still young. Yeah. Like, Christ. My back can't already be going out. That's terrible. I, mean, I guess, I mean, that happens. But, like, I'm not the, I'm not an overly moving person. Yeah. I don't work, I don't, like, do crazy workouts. Like, CrossFit, I do, like, dumbbells. I could have done it when I was doing my kettlebell swings. True. I could have done something like that. But I don't, I don't remember if I did that. The morning of the boating? No, there's no way I would have worked out. In yeah, I don't, boating. it was we went I don't pretty know. early. I, I, dude, I, when I was in this three days of pain, I, I was going through every scenario. Of do you what think he slipped in this? To the point of like, do I? Yeah, because you. I mean, we jump. We were jumping off the boat. I think. I think it has. I think when I did my last jump, when I like jumped and lifted my hands up really high and like really like full extension the whole yeah. body. And then I went down and I slammed. Oh. Like I slammed myself into right. the water. I didn't just jump in. I like, I extended and then I just, boom. I don't know if that, and then I was floating in the water for like an hour yeah. or so with everybody. So like that could have relieved it a little bit to where it didn't kick in until. True. Like that night or something. I don't know. I, I don't know how the body works. Like I was even thinking like maybe I was eating too much salt. <laughs> Maybe like I had too much sugar because I was eating a lot of sugar the few days before that, like a lot mm-hmm. of candy. Because uh, I'd bought Timber a box of uh, gushers, yeah. and then a box for me. So like we were each gonna have our own box, and I forgot to give Dweezy Timber's box. So I had both boxes mm-hmm. at home, and I ate both boxes <laughs> like pretty and, quickly. Like I like within a two or three days, like all of it was gone. Like it was. Your body just revolted. Yeah, I was, I was punished. You. I, I don't know. I was gorged myself. Yeah, I, I mean, I also have. I also make pretty good fun of your back breaking. So that could have been karma just sneaking up on me. We're coming up on uh, twelve year anniversary of that. To eleven. It's been 12 eleven years since you broke your back. I think this is year eleven. Do you still have the Shit, brace? No, maybe it's ten. Uh, somewhere I think it's at mom and dad's. In the closet. Oh, we should get that. We should hang it somewhere. Frame it. Kind of like how my, my cast from my broken yeah. arm. It's like 
I would love to get that hung it's and like hanging somewhere in here. It's like the saddest WWE belt you've ever seen. That's what it looks like. I would have loved... But it is kind of cool, though. A weight, a weight, I, with the whole the, those three days of pain, I wanted to, to get a weightlifting belt so yeah. bad. I was like, I feel like if I got a weightlifting belt, Honestly, some support on my back, I think that might help. Because I'd be like, I'd crank it so hard. That's so about tight. what that back brace I'm like, is. I think this is... I wanted that so bad. I was like, this is... But where was I going to find one of those? I think the thing's so. upstairs. Well, sure. But... Uh, it was like honestly, it's kind of goofy looking, but it's kind of cool because it had like strings all around the place, and you could like pull it, and all the strings would like it was almost like a big pulley system that cinched it all in. So that actually probably would have helped. Like yeah, it's kind of like a corset. Yeah, like a corset you would but, wear. I don't know. Huh. Yeah, that was the worst. I'm glad it's over. I hope I don't have. Yeah, to Yeah, hopefully you're out of the again. woods on that. I'm just going to focus on like stretching and making sure my back is really, well, I haven't done, I don't have done many back workouts in a while. So my, I know my back is probably getting a little weak. Yeah. So I got to make sure my back, I got to make sure my back is nice and strong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Oh, here's something I wanted to talk about uh, today. Uh, and you can give me your opinion yeah. on this. I don't really care about the new Game of Thrones or the new Lord of the Rings shows. I just don't read one of them. And I'm a big Lord of the Rings fan. I don't really care. Like they keep like they're shoving it down yeah. my throat. They're shoving it. Hey, do you see the new trailer for this? The new clip for this? Hey, look, there's dragons. It's like, yeah. I don't care. As soon as Lord of the Rings, the Amazon people said like a year or two ago that they were going to try and do like sexuality mm-hmm. stuff that Game of Thrones did. I was kind of on board with like ninety percent of everybody else of going. Yeah, we're no. good. No. And so now, now I don't. I just don't trust well, anything that they're doing like, with Lord of the Rings because nobody watched the original Lord of Rings, the Lord of the Rings because of that. That's they didn't. That's there's what I'm saying. No they sexual, didn't there's do nothing that. In so the like, books. who was asking? for The book it? doesn't have anything to do with like. Oh, she has her top. Yeah, off like who was scene. asking for that? It has nothing to do with it's an it's not a sexual it's a cash in for so it's like it's almost like offensive that they're trying to like cash in on like perverted weirdos. Well, that's what it's so oversaturated now that they're like, oh, we'll just go with the trend of what everybody else is doing. It's like nobody nobody asked for that of the Lord of the Rings, but yeah, the Game of Thrones one. Well, the, just because just because it's a thing that like you can it doesn't do, mean you do it. Yeah. it doesn't mean you have to do. It. If it doesn't serve a purpose, yeah. we don't need. Like there are plenty of times in Game of Thrones where they're just they're covering plot stories, like plot devices, while one of the characters is in like a mm-hmm. four way, and like, and the the whole thing is like they don't need to be in that four way because they're just they're talking normally. Right. They're not mentioning like the women or men that are like sucking right. them off while they're talking they're, until like the very end where they go I'm yeah. with you and they send them out that's all they do and yeah. then they just get up and leave it's like what's up with that we don't need it well i, I don't know i'm just, this, so i'm not and like i don't i haven't looked at anything yeah. on the game of but on the same the kind rings. of note i don't i just don't there was care. there was like some I don't know if it was the show writers or creators or something of this House of the Dragon. They came out and they're like, there is way less sexual stuff. There's way less nudity. That's not what we're doing. Blah, blah, blah. And then one of the main 
But then one of the main actors came out and said, there's way too much sex. And I was uncomfortable filming all this. And it's like, how is there two totally opposite reports of the same show? I don't know. I just don't. Yeah, I'm not into either one. Uh, Oh, oh, here's another thing with this uh, that I saw that I'm like, I just keep losing interest more and more in this Game of Thrones. Because fucking... I knew this was Martin is going, he's going super pumped. Like the new Game of Thrones prequel looks so good. I'm so excited. And it's like, you (laughs) motherfucker. Can you finish your own goddamn series before adding all these fucking spinoffs? It's like, (sighs) there's still three books left in this book series. Six, seven, and eight. He's been writing them since the 80s. I understand it takes you a long time to write, but you've also written like 20 yeah. spinoffs to Game of Thrones as well. It's like, can you stick to, to what the you main started? Story? Book five, hey, uh, book five, garbage. <laughs> Not well, a maybe good that's why book. he's scared. You heard it here it. first. Or why he's so slow. He's scared maybe, of the man. Book five is so backlash. slow. The whole scene with Tyrion on the boat, nothing happens. I mean, stuff happens, but it has nothing to do with anything. The beginning of the book, the ending of the book ends with the same characters at the beginning of the book. The only thing that happens of note is the last, like, ten pages with Daenerys and uh, Drogon, her dragon. And it's the scene where, uh, well, you don't see it in the show, but it's when uh, Drogon, you know when she comes on Drogon and she lands in that field? And there's all those riders mm-hmm. like, riding around her. So like, because she was she went Drogon had been missing the entire season, and all of a sudden he disappeared. Like she found him, he was like on this island, just like eating sheep and right. fucking off. And then he finds her. They find each other, and she he takes her back to like those. I don't remember Cal Drogo's people. I don't remember Dothraki in the show, but yeah, Dothraki to like the main like hub of Dothraki. And in the book five. Uh, she goes to that island where Drogon is and she's like hanging out with him like for a while and she's like going crazy and it's so exciting because the whole time she's like questioning her own sanity because she's like am I turning into my dad am I becoming a mad queen she's like freaking out freaking out I can't have kids what's gonna happen I'm stuck on this island I'm starving to death and then she has her period in the beginning of the book she was told that she was not able to have children and then at the end of the book, she has her period. And that's when Drogon takes her to Dothraki because they're like, you're about to be a motherfucking queen. You're going to have all these heirs and you're going to rule everything. And yeah. And also George R. R. Martin says, oh, yeah, the last three seasons did kind of deviate from the original plot. And it's like, oh, maybe yeah, you should have so finished the original, the original plot. plot then. First, idiot. I'm just like, I'm just like sick and tired of george R. R. martin just like dorking around like i'm just like i don't know and he's like it, the writing process is very hard and i agree it's very difficult but it's like i don't know I, i've already accepted that we're never gonna see six seven so eight. there's unless he's already got them unless he's already got them done and he's gonna do like a whole like yeah when i die that's what i was gonna say they're all gonna get we're gonna find we're gonna like we're gonna find yeah. the completed manuscripts in that's, his fucking office and I'm that's what i was gonna myself. say it's gonna be. What are the oh man, What are the odds so that they're vault? He's he's done. They're in the fucking safe, and when he dies, yeah. the 
what's it called? Like the, yeah, the estate, estate is like, oh my God, we're so fortunate to stumble upon book six, seven. It's like, what the fuck? Like, oh my God. It's okay. He's a good writer too. He does make, I mean, those books oh are so good. God. I cover the fifth one. They are so, um, but I, I do love this. There's an, full. there's an interview with, uh, George R. R. Martin and Stephen yeah. King. I think I've seen this. Uh, where they're talk, they're just talking, and, and George R. R. Martin is like interviewing Stephen King, and he's like, "You know, you you write a lot. Like you write every day, right? Like that's your schedule." He's like, "Yeah, I write every day. Uh, yeah. I think it's like six pages uh, a day." And he's like, "Don't you ever have those days where you know, like staring at the blank page, you're sitting there for hours, you can't think of anything to write, you hate yourself, you know, you just can't do anything, blah blah blah." blah. I don't, don't you have, like, how many of those days do you think you have? And Stephen yeah. King's like, I don't. He's like, you don't have, like, days where you just don't write, like, for a few days at a time? He goes, no, I yeah. get the, I six get pages. It That's a, he keeps saying it. I just do six pages. Yeah. So it's it's so funny. It's just funny. Because, I mean, I mean, literally Stephen polar King's a freak. And, uh, well, I, I also saw this joke where it's like, how do you get, you know, as many books written as Stephen King did in the eighties. And the answer is one word. Cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's pretty obvious how Stephen King is able yeah. to write so many books. Yeah. He was a cocaine addict for a long time. And so that just, that helps. I've heard. No, he does cocaine. He's, he did cocaine. I don't know. He doesn't do cocaine anymore, but uh, that I know of, but yeah, he does. He did cocaine for sure. All of Cujo. Remember, he doesn't remember writing any of Cujo. Because he was drunk and high the entire time he wrote it. That's fucking funny. He's a funny person yeah, crazy. to being that it's way. Crazy. Yeah, pictures of him when he was like in high school and college and stuff are really... I mean, he looks like Stephen King. He looks like his yeah, son. His, so his sons look a lot I agree like with that. Uh, I think it's a... Yeah, Steve, uh, Owen King. Owen, his uh, I think his youngest son. He looks... I think he has, I think he has a beard. He looks so much like Stephen King from the eighties. It's good lord, young Stephen King kind of like I don't. This is gonna sound rude, but like he's one of those guys. Like if they put his picture up, you could be like, like it kind of looks like a serial killer. Like because like I don't know why. It looks like a. It looks like Jeffrey Dahmer's cousin. If they put that picture up, that just seems like one of those famous serial killers from that time period. And that's just I've never really looked at his young pictures. Kind of, kind of goofy. Kind of, oh yeah. About half creepy. Got kind of funky hair. Yeah, you might cross the road if you see him walking yeah. towards you. Is he a big guy? Yeah. Uh. I don't know. I think. Oh, I think he's like average. I mean, he got hit by a car a while ago, so he's probably not too big now. <laughs> he's also he's old. getting old. He's old. six four. I knew I was gonna say Damn. six two. I knew he was over six foot. He's tall, yeah. He was always a big guy. Like in high school, he was always the guy that they would have buy alcohol for them. Because he he could just he play just it off. Big, yeah. He's just one of those big guys. Yeah, yeah. He's just one of those big guys. Plus, it was like sixties yeah, or seventies. Yeah, so like, who cares? Checking them. We love him. I still get carded every time um, I try to buy something. Yeah, I don't. I That's what I'm really saying. Like, why am I getting carded? I don't get carded that often. I do like getting carded, though. I do like it, but yeah, I usually don't. Um, let's see. I have one more 
thing here. The abbreviation for main is M-E. Yeah. It's the, uh, it's because Massachusetts is true. Right? There's a comedian that does a bit about the abbreviations of the states. It's on Cone. Is it Conan? Maybe. I'll have to send it to you. It's funny. I don't know. I guess I can't look at it up right now. Um, here's a question I have, and I was gonna save this for another episode. Why wait? I'm gonna go and ask it now. Just because I'm thinking about it. Uh, why do we bury bodies? Why do we bury bodies? Why do we bury dead bodies? What's up with that? I assume eventually, just be, that's a. What's really weird is you asked that, and my brain was like, "Oh yeah, why do we do that?" Well, like I get that, like, like I understand cemeteries, like I understand <laughs> right, having right, a monument, right. like some sort of tombstone or whatever with the body name on it, there? and like a quick little, quick little like high school quote on there for them. And, like I get like the idea of dressing uh-huh. up the body for. Uh, the wake is that what it's called? Sure. The wake yeah. is that, isn't that what it is? They ought to call it the sleep. <laughs> Get it? Because they're they're dead. The big sleep. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just I don't understand why they why we bury them. Like because the whole thing is like, oh, are you gonna get buried or cremated? And it's like, why get buried? Yeah, but the only thing is about that because this is morbid. But like I've thought about like which one I would prefer like buried. It kind of freaks, you know, people are freaked out by like bugs and stuff eating them. But the thing about getting buried is like, eventually you go back to the, you like, no, you don't though. Cause you're in a it, coffin. It breaks down. Right. I don't know. Does it? I mean, I think in the movies, it seems like the coffin's pretty like, yeah, but you've seen zombies through coffins. That's true. Yeah. But they're closed. Well, yeah, I guess you're right. They put. They punch. They punch. You just proved my point. They punch through them. They don't. They don't like. They don't like. You know, if you get. I don't know. Cause like, I. I yeah, yeah. I get it. But like, why do we want like? Because like, you got a decomposing body. So you spend. You spend like how much do do coffins oh, cost? Funerals are thousands expensive. of dollars on a super 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 nice wooden bed for some dead body to rot yeah. and seep into and spill all their juices into it's like you're not getting that coffin back it's just gonna ruin the value of it you can't resell it after that oh my gosh so like why wouldn't you have like a wake mm-hmm. where you dress the body up and then after the wake is over you put it in the back room into like a cremator but I just don't understand like why put it in a box as if it's going to be kept safe in the box why do you want why do we want to keep the empty vessel the empty rotting Mm -hmm. stinking meat suit it's not going to get used again and if it is used again we call those zombies (laughs) and we kill those so like clearly like i don't we don't want the bodies anymore and it's only causing like it would be better to just bury the body. Yeah. Like in, in the ground. Then, Instead like, of putting it in a box and digging a hole, just bury it under a tree. Yeah, I like that idea. I want to get 
I want to. I want to. Uh, well, have you? I want to have a Vikings oh, funeral. I want to go. I want to get shipped off to sea and have someone do the fire. Shipped arrow. out to Mark Twain Lake. But I want to. I want to make sure it's someone. I want to make misses. sure it's someone that's not that's <laughs> never fired an arrow. That's a Game of Thrones so it scene. Takes isn't it? Tries where the guy misses a couple times. Or he? No, he. I think he. I think. But he it doesn't light. Hits it. Oh no! I think he. Yeah, he misses. Yeah, he hits and it. And then somebody marches over like, there. What the? and just launches one perfectly. When you when you look up um, why do we bury our dead? A lot of the thing just says it was easy to dig a hole in the ground and bury the body to prevent the smell from disturbing the community, and it also like so then the family doesn't have to see the you know decomposition happening. So yeah, so it is still kind of weird. I, I, bet, I mean, is I bet it they don't. I bet people don't like burning the body because they think it. I think they think that cremation. If you cremate the dead body, it immediately sends the soul to hell or something. But here's the thing: the soul has already left the house, buddy. He's Elvis has left the building. Throw his fat corpse into a bonfire pit because we don't need that anymore. The yeah. king is gone. He he died. And then he was reincarnated as Michael Jackson. Let's move on. And then Michael Jackson died, and he was reincarnated as Harry Styles. We all know this. It's science. Um, I bring this up because I read something the other day about how in Egypt, uh, female mummies are actually more decomposed Hmm. than male mummies are. Do you know why there's more decomposition with the female bodies than with the male bodies? Um, I don't know. It's because uh, the family members of the female corpse would keep the body at the home for a few days after death. In order, they, they wouldn't bring the body to the mortuary until decomposition had really started to set in. As a preventative, wanting to have sex with it. Oh no! Wanting to have sex with the dead body at the at the mortuary, so they let it sit and they let it decompose for a bit, get all nice and juicy and swelled up, and then they send it off. And they go, "Here you go, deal with this nasty body." And so the guy's another one. Damn it! Damn Damn it! That's really nasty to think about. That gross. That whole situation sounds gross, but. Um, I like the idea of, and I don't even know if it's real. I just saw it a long time ago where they, they put you like in a pod that's like to plant a tree. So then your body is like like fueling the tree. I might do that too. That's really cool. Mm Mm-hmm. That is, you like become a tree. I think that's cool. That's super badass. Yeah. That's like when I think of being buried, that's what I think of, but you are right. Like there's a... Yeah, there's a shell that's you're in a built box. around you that doesn't really allow doesn't allow it for a very long time. And plus, there's the whole like people being Oof. accidentally buried alive. Like they're, they're they're just like in a coma, and then they get buried alive and they wake up. See, if you if you do the crematorium route, <laughs> you yeah. won't even know that they're still alive. So like it's already like once the fire comes on and they wake up, you're like, oh, it's too late now. that's horrifying. You know, they were dead. Hey, I mean, dead's dead. That's death, baby. That's, that's death, death that baby. happens every day. Uh, speaking of death, the actress who played death, 
uh-huh. in the new Sandman Netflix show. She got I did not. Of the week. Did you see that? This show is number one Gotta watch. in the world. Sandman. It's the first two volumes of the comics. Highly, yes. highly recommend reading Hoopla. the first two volumes of the comics. Uh, the first volume, Hoopla for sure, yeah. Hoopla. Uh, the first volume is so good. Uh, the story 24-7 in the first volume. In the show, the guy they playing, they have playing John D, famous British actor. Every, I mean, if you see him, you'll recognize him. Um, he, I think he was uh, he was Professor Lupin in Harry Potter, uh, the were- the werewolf guy. So like that's you know, uh, he plays Doc uh, Doctor D, uh, who actually they show uh, who who steals uh, San- uh, dreams Dreamstone, which also makes an appearance in. The new Wonder Woman 1984 okay, show or movie. The Dreamstone is in that because he's a DC. The cast, cast of this show. Wow! Oh, the cast is unbelievable. Uh, Dream is fantastic. Lucian is so good. Uh, Matthew is Patrick Owen or oh, Patrick Owen. Patrick. <laughs> Brandon Tarth plays Lucifer Morningstar. Um, I am a little bit upset. Um. One of the demons, the one that steals Dream's uh, helm, is different in the comic book than the show. In the comic book, he has four mm-hmm. sets of eyes, or two sets of eyes, so like one on top of the other, Ooh. and he has two sets of mouths, one on top of the other. In the in the show, he's just yeah. like painted, but like it looks, it, he doesn't have extra eyes, but I mean, he still does a good job. So the show is Mark so Hale's good. I mean, the. Uh, Luke Skywalker. Um, that's what it says, but Patton Oswalt's in it. Patton Oswalt, Stephen Fry. He's Matthew. He's the he's the Raven. It says Mervin. Does it say Mervin? Mervin P. Something with a P. Oh yeah, that's, that's what it's, wait, it says. Mark Hamill, Mervin. I didn't even. I, Is that I didn't a voice even realize. Um, Mervin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. He's oh. a he's a scarecrow with a giant <laughs> pumpkin on his head. I believe. Merv, he's he's like the uh, custodial worker of the dreaming. <laughs> I believe. If I'm thinking of that right, I love God, these yeah, books. I I, I've read, read the Sandman comics so many times. That's my next. I'm one. so obsessed with Neil For Gaiman. Sure. Uh, well, I'm just yeah. It's... That's what I'm ready for. We should just do yes, a live ready reading of it Hoopla. right now. Don't forget I mean, to check oh out Hoopla. Oh my gosh. Yeah, shout out Hoopla. Uh, shout out Riverside.fm. All that good stuff. Yeah, shout out Sandman. Oh my god. Neil Gaiman. One of the best. Um, okay, let's see. We're at an hour now, so let's go ahead and... We can go ahead and draw this to a <laughs> trying close. Trying to set it's it up. so long. Trying to get this started. The more you know. Oh, my gosh. Um, what, are you, uh, um, what are you reading I've been reading uh, Southern Bastards on Hoopla, uh, which is one that if you go back and listen to um, the Onion Ring episode with our cousin Terry, um, he recommended um, Southern Bastards. Uh, it's a comic book. It's it's very, very, very yeah, good. And he's year. right. Like Whether you like crime or football or – like the South, whatever it is, like there's something for you. And of course I just like all three. So it's, it's really, really good. Um, 
And I've just been reading some random Spider-Man comics. Like, I honestly couldn't even tell you. Just random runs of, of Spider-Man. So. Have you been no, reading I haven't Amazing, read any Amazing Spider-Man? Spider-Man. That's, a, that's quintessential Spider-Man right there. If you want, like, just a straight down the line uh, average Spider-Man, like, uh, stories, Amazing Spider-Man is, like, I mean, that's the first Spider-Man yeah. comic. That's this quintessential uh the yeah. issue number one with the lizard. I mean, that's what like started it all. Amazing, uh, Amazing Spider-Man is so good as a series. I mean, it's, I mean, we're on the 60th, mm-hmm. 60 years of it now. Uh, if that's not, I don't remember. I remember mentioning that on the podcast yeah. episodes ago, but I don't remember what day it actually is anymore. But yeah, if you want some good Spider-Man, you can never go wrong with Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, Superior is fun. Yeah. So that's Doctor Octopus as Spider Man. That's always good. Um, that's it though for me on reading. I've I've been trying to pick up some more books. My wife has gotten more into reading books, so um, I kind of have a little mm-hmm. shelf to get through. But I've just been hitting the comic books really, really hard. Like they're just so quick and fun and like visual, obviously too. Yeah, so. I finally got my. More. I start renting yeah. books again on Hoopla. So I have been yeah, I tried to slow down. Slow. I'm trying not to over. Well, I'm, I'm trying to do like instead of doing like three books that it's like borrowing. Yeah, I time, just do one. I'm getting one. Yep. Reading it and then getting another one. I did get. I do have two right now that I'm reading at the same time. Um, excuse me. Grant Morrison's Doom Patrol Volume Two. <laughs> it's like 350 pages, and then. Uh, I got about a hundred pages into that, and then I got uh, Alan Moore's From Hell, which is like five hundred pages. That uh, I'm I just started today because I was like, Doom Patrol Volume Two is very weird compared to the first one. I mean, it's more it's more weird, so I had to kind of like really focus on it. And sometimes it was, it was getting so weird that I was like, I just need like a mm-hmm. different style yeah, a to kind of like clean my head a little bit of this so yeah the from hell is like a 1800s jack the ripper murder case yeah yeah yeah. there's a movie uh that got made earlier like i don't know 2000 something starring johnny depp as the main character he's like an opiate addicted detective i think i haven't gotten too far into it it's not something to do with jack the ripper it's super hardcore there's like Mm -hmm. there's sex in it which i don't you don't see much of oh yeah full like like it's like full sexual nature. It's, I was like, whoa, okay. Uh, but it's Alan Moore. Alan Moore is so hardcore, realistic. Uh, that's why I love him. Can't wait to get into it. I know it's going to be good. And other than that, uh, I just got done reading The Inkle, or Lenkle, which is a iconic comic book from the 60s or 70s that is like the quintessential sci-fi <coughs> uh, space opera book like it started off as the dune graphic novel and it just never got picked up off the ground so he took parts of it made it into other comic books Jodorowsky mm-hmm. uh, Jodorowsky Alejandro Jodorowsky I believe is his name so good uh basically all sci-fi has stemmed off of the inkle it's a it's a game changer comic book and other than that I got some more yeah. Aleister Crowley books that I want to read. More in that magic game. 
other than that, can I yeah, mention not, one more thing I'm right now? I'm just trying to get this podcast going. Oh, all right. <laughs> no. All right. That's the end of the podcast. No, everybody. I was going right, uh, to mention that uh, Keanu Reeves just, just got announced um, tied to the devil in the white city. Uh, Hulu Hulu show or whatever. Oh yeah, I cannot wait. I don't know, but Who I didn't gonna play. I didn't Who's realize. Play? Um, yeah, I could see it. Either I can't way. tell. Um, I could see it either way. I, I, oh man, if he does AJ Martin Tull, Scorsese, it's gonna be so exciting. And Leonardo DiCaprio are producers on it. That's amazing. Yeah, it, yeah, it could. This it is could a like, big deal, bro. It's gonna. Yeah, it could be big. It's gonna be a while, but I bet. I bet Keanu Reeves is going to be H.H. Holmes and Leo DiCaprio is going to be. It says, in order the for the drama, she tells the story of Daniel H. Burnham. So it sounds like they're going to follow both sides. I think. Cause, only because Keanu is taller and H.H. And Holmes is described as being tall. But I mean, oh man, Leo DiCaprio would also do a good job, I think. I don't know. It's hard to tell. Here's hey, here's one thing though that I'll. He's let also know. an executive. This producer. is uh, related to Hoopa. Okay. Back to the books. Uh, Keanu Reeves has his own comic book. That he was. Oh, that he that? wrote. He has his own comic book that he wrote. Right. Yeah. Well, like with a team, you know. Uh, it's called Berz- it's called Berserker. It kind of looks like uh, fuck. What's John those Wick. movies he's in? Those. Yeah, those John Wick movies. I haven't either. I haven't uh, either. I still haven't seen those. I need. I feel like I just. I feel like I need to like just get a bunch of and some broskies, like a bunch of brewskies and bros. Yeah, and I've just never spend seen a those. day watching those. And I've seen like some it. of two. yeah, that sounds exciting. Get some, <laughs> some Stephen King, get some cocaine, just fucking just rip them. And uh, but no, it's called Berserker. It's B R Z K Berserker B R Z R. Right. It's like it's only like minimum letters. There's no uh, no vowels. B R Z R K R. Yeah, B R Z R K R. I believe. Yeah, I have it saved. I haven't started reading it yet, but it, apparently it's super action packed. Um, the and cover really is pretty good. I hear. Or the picture I'm looking at. Yeah. It Keanu looks like Keanu Reeves like the cover. It looks like John Wick. Out of them. It looks like it looks like a souped up John Wick. I think the character's name is Berserker. I could be wrong. Wait, what? But it looks. I mean, it looks. It says Netflix good. is turning Keanu Reeves' Berserker comic into a live-action movie and anime, starring and produced by. Yeah, that's Keanu, how I found. That's how I discovered the book. Oh, yeah, wow. he's got a lot of projects going on right now. Uh, I still haven't seen the new Matrix Resurrections, um, and then I kind of lost interest when I saw it got kind of cool. bad reviews. Yeah. not bad reviews, but just kind of mixed. I think, but Very I need cool. to get on that as well. Keanu Reeves, man. Yeah, a lot of exciting oh, stuff going yeah. on. Oh yeah. Yeah, and as as that show oh, yeah. continues through development best. and post production and all that, we can keep mentioning the devil in the white city. We can keep yeah. Oh, we I can cannot. Keep I'm gonna it. keep mentioning it. It's the same thing as the boy we did with the yeah. boys. I mean, we were talking about the boys for so long. Now we're moving on. Now Keanu Reeves is oh, on our yeah. radar. I can't wait. Uh I think that's uh, the only thing I wanted to I didn't get to mention in this episode that I have in my notes. Well, there's a few things, but one thing for you was uh, an idea I had for Backbreaker. Yes. Uh, the game Backbreaker, you know? But uh, we'll, we can talk about that <laughs> when we're done recording. Sorry, everybody. 
I'm not going to yeah. get into that now because it's going to get we're going to get into it. So uh, you're unfortunately going to miss out on that. Uh, one of these days, I'm going to get like I want to record and then do like once the recording is done, cutting to like yeah. live on the Patreon or something. So it's like little bonus content stuff. But as of right now, sorry, <laughs> nobody's going to get to listen to it. So. Uh, this has been the Mellow Brick Road, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget, uh, send in all of your questions, comments, insults, compliments to mellowbrickroad.podcast at gmail.com. That is where uh, you can contact me for the show uh, for you know topic ideas. If I send anything out on social media, uh, like polling or questioning, whatever it is, that's where you can respond to me. Uh, also, you know, Twitter... At Van Windsor says Instagram Van Windsor website vanwindsor.com. Don't forget that Patreon best website in the world at patreon.com/vanwindsor. Uh, keep the lights on in this place. They're starting Sh- to yeah, they're uh, dimming. Flash a little bit, so uh, <laughs> the mics are starting to go out a little bit. You just, I mean, I've tried to get this podcast started for like two <laughs> hours, dude. Let's get this shit on the road. Uh, I am gonna, I am gonna get some new microphones. Though, things so are things happening. Should be getting a little bit more fun around here. I hope. I hope things are happening. We're going to see. Uh, Trace, do you have anything you'd like to plug, anything you're working on uh, Not really, on right but now? T-Dub Projects on Facebook. You can also find me at uh, Trace Windsor, Trace Windsor 34 on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I don't post often, but you're more than welcome to come hang out. Uh, holler at me. Uh, usually I'm just reposting uh, um, that the podcast is going out or talking about Cardinals baseball. So if you're interested in those two things, come follow All right, perfect. Well, everybody, this has been Miller Brick Road, and, and Tracy didn't mention it, but I, don't worry. I'm going to go ahead and mention it for you. Don't forget to check out Tracy's <laughs> new comedy special on Netflix, uh, <laughs> Open Hole, <laughs> Wide Open. Okay? Uh, that's uh, Open Hole, Wide Open. Tracy's brand-new comedy special on Netflix. Be sure to check it out. Uh, I think it's August yeah. 31st, Trace. Is it the last day of yep, August? And I... Is that, that Wednesday? That, so, so when episode 15 comes out, just two weeks from now, uh, that is when Trace's Comedy special is coming out. Everyone give a big cheer for Trace for his comedy special. Uh, Trace, you yeah. probably can't hear it, but lots of cheering for you right now. They can't. They Thank love you. It. People love it. They love your it Sounds whole, like they're booing. Your comedy wow. is so funny. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. They're, they're cheering. Trust me. It's big cheers. Uh, all right. They can stop now. Okay. We're going to stop it now. Oh, wait. Hang on. They're going again. Sorry. They can't stop them. They're going too hard. This is so embarrassing for you. You're grinning. This is embarrassing. Uh, okay. Anyway. Everybody, this has been the Mellowbrick Road. Yeah, the Mellowbrick Road. Peace. Thank you so much for listening. Have Bye. a great day. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye, Trace. Bye.